You're listening to Earshot from WXXI News. I'm Veronica Volk. This week, a lacrosse team changes their name and in the process reclaims their identity. It feels um, liberating when I get to wear, put the Haudenosaunee jersey on. That's coming up on your local news podcast, Earshot. Support for Earshot from WXXI News is provided by Rock Vox Recording and Production, presenting Legacy Cast, audio and video recordings of loved ones telling their stories for posterity. Produced in a full-service studio located in Bushnell's Basin. More at rocvox.com. A group of indigenous athletes in upstate New York are reclaiming their identity. My colleague Noelle Evans has been reporting on a lacrosse team that for 30 years has been playing as the Iroquois Nationals. This year, they changed their name to the Haudenosaunee, And in the process, the athletes are embracing their roots as they vie to be world champions. Bean Minard runs onto the field wearing a white penny with the word Haudenosaunee printed across her chest. Some of the other players wear older ones that read Iroquois Nationals instead. It feels um, liberating when I get to wear, put the Haudenosaunee jersey on and get to wear it around and play. The Indigenous Lacrosse Program's name changed earlier this year to better represent the people of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy who travel to tournaments on their own sovereign passports. Minard is one of about 20 athletes here competing for a spot in an international tournament next month in Canada. I'm from Onondaga and I represent my people and my nation as well as I get to represent everyone from all across Indigenous countries. The word Iroquois is rooted in colonial influences. It's a French variant of a word that the Algonquins gave to the Haudenosaunee people around the 1600s, during the fur trade wars. It's derogatory. Minard says it's a matter of justice to center the team's identity from within their indigenous roots. It's where the sport originated. We created it, so, you know, it's just like paying that respect because, you know, some people trying to take lacrosse as like a negative, like they fight or like they abuse it. And it's like, that's not the point of it. It's supposed to be a gift and it's a gift of like peace and bringing peace and bringing everyone together as one. And, um, you know, that tranquility and, and friendship too. The origins of lacrosse go back centuries when it was part of sacred medicine games. And not just for the Haudenosaunee. According to the Smithsonian Institute, indigenous nations across North America played lacrosse ceremonially, often as a means to cure illness or prevent it, including the Cherokee in the southeast, the Menominee in what is now Wisconsin, the Winnebago in current-day Nebraska, and the Mexican Kickapoo, who played it four times a year as a religious ceremony. But Onondaga chief Oren Lyons says the complex history of lacrosse goes back much, much further in time. That game was, in our uh, cosmology, that game was played on the other side of the, of the stars while the earth was still covered with water. Lyons is the chairman of the Haudenosaunee Nationals, a legendary lacrosse goalie himself. He and the Grand Council of the Haudenosaunee founded this program back in the early 1980s. Their teams compete in international tournaments, including the World Games this past summer. But that 
almost didn't happen. The Haudenosaunee were barred from participating initially because organizers said they were not from a sovereign nation and therefore were not eligible, despite ranking third in world lacrosse. In response, the Irish team dropped out, giving the spot to the Haudenosaunee. For I can see it's the only peaceful games that we have with our non-native brothers. They love that game. The players know. They know there's something special about that game. But they don't really understand how deep it is. At the women's team tryout, the program director, Claudia Jimerson, stands on the sideline. She carries a clipboard, wears a baseball cap and sunglasses, and studies the scrimmage. You know, it's really been a blessing for me to see how the game has evolved because it's so fun to watch now. Her work is about more than preparing for the next game. It's about developing and uplifting excellence among the athletes on and off the field. It's also about serving the community of Haudenosaunee people and indigenous people at large. You know, our people have suffered a lot of trauma through the years. And we're at the point now where we acknowledge it and we claim it, but now it's time to break that cycle. Jimerson says just as lacrosse was created as a medicine game, that same healing power exists today. Part of why we can do that is to empower our young people to, you know, to let them know that, you know, to believe in themselves and let them know that, you know, this game is a part of who we are, but it's also given to us to help heal. Jimerson says if lacrosse ends up included in the next Olympics, she wants to see the Haudenosaunee represent their people and what the game stands for. Noelle Evans is the education reporter for WXXI News. And lacrosse is currently on the shortlist for the 2028 Olympics. And that's it for Earshot. Subscribe to our podcast to get new episodes in your feed every Friday. And while you're there, leave us a review. Find even more local news on our website, wxxinews.org, or follow us on Twitter, at wxxinews. Music this week from Blue Dot Sessions and Poddington Bear. I'm Veronica Volk. Thanks for listening. This program is a production of member-supported WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.